Happy New Year, everybody. Welcome to the first episode in 2019 of Talking Tables with Bill and Bryce. Glad to have you with us today. Bryce and I figured we were going to start the new year by introducing the competitive breakdown section. And for at least the first couple episodes, we're just going to talk about some of our competitors, try to get us in the right frame of mind for heading into a successful 2019. Competitive Competitive breakdown. breakdown. For both Bryce and I, our New Year's resolutions this year have been to beat stairs, and that's where we're going to start off. Talking about Steris, I know that uh, in the last episode, I believe we had a quick mention about the new Steris 5085 Harmony, and we're going to start there with a little bit more detail. All right. The 5085 Harmony has a 1,200-pound lift capacity, articulating of 900, and much like the rest of the Steris tables, once you slide, your weight capacity is dropped to 600 pounds. The back section of the table only goes up to 80 degrees, so that could be a positive for Skytron, being that we all go up to 90. There's 30 degrees of trend, reverse trend, but only 20 of tilt. The Harmony is also touting a low height. We are still the lowest on the market with the 3603 at 20 and a half inches. The Harmony only goes down to 22.8. Steris is also bringing back the C-Max name in the C-Max 3 and C-Max 3 drive tables. These tables have 45 degrees of Trendelenburg, but in all other aspects are pretty much the same as the 4085. In typical Steris fashion, they've made their advertising a little bit unclear. Um, Reading directly from the Steris brochure, and I quote, the C-Max table is ideal for bariatric surgery up to 500 kilograms, bringing the lowest setting to 27 centimeters. Now that's about 10 and a half inches roughly. They're sort of advertising that they have a table that goes to 10 and a half inch low height, uh, but that is only true when you combine Trendelenburg with the low height of the table. So what they're basically saying is if you fully trend the table, you can lower that table down to the point where the head is roughly 10 and a half inches off the ground, which as we know is not that great. It's not the same as a low height of 10 and a half inches as we'd consider low height to be. And quite frankly, you know, we can set the head right directly onto the floor if we want to. We, we beat them quite a bit in that area. So that basically leaves us now with a lot of different tables that are right around the same spec. We've got a 4085, we've got a C-Max 3, We have a 5085, a 5085 Harmony, and a 5085 SRT. So we're seeing all of those versions still being sold. What I believe is going to happen is the C-Max 3 replaces your 4085. Your 5085 is replaced by the 5085 Harmony, and then they'll continue to sell the 5085 SRT along with those other models. Right now, they're in a bit of transition. I think they're probably getting rid of some inventory, of course. But I believe in the future, we're just going to see a C-Max 3, a 5085 Harmony, and a 5085 SRT. But we'll see as the year goes on, some of the advertisement for the older versions of the tables uh, move on. Yeah, Steris has done their homework on this one by consulting with endoscopic surgeons and uh, surgeons that do minimally invasive procedures and really discovered that the need for a low-height table is becoming more and more important, which is something that we already learned pre-3603 when we captured the 20-and-a-half-inch low height. We we found the value in that, and I think Steris is kind of uh, a little bit behind Skytron and trying to play catch-up here, and that's what they're really highlighting with this table. 
Yeah, I think you're right on with that, Bryce. If you look at their website, they're talking a lot about low height. And I think it's, you know, somewhat of a reaction to our 3603 table. I know when that first came out, it was kind of interesting. We, we had heard a lot of stairs reps talking about how that was too low of a height to be safe in the, you know, bio air type rooms where they have laminar flow. Um, but obviously you don't have to lower the table all the way down, but it's there if you do need it. So that was kind of just a, I think a knee jerk reaction uh, to the low height table that we introduced. I do find it interesting that they've kind of attacked two of the points that we've always kind of beat them on, at least recently, the low height, and then also the shortened leg section, or I shouldn't say leg section, but the shortened leg side of the table base. If you remember from the last podcast we had talked about, that was another change in the harmony. They've shortened their base um, from the previous model so that there's more access on the leg side of the table. And you know that the stairs tables are kind of a reverse of ours. The legs are on what we typically consider the long side of the base, whereas on our tables, the back sections over the long side of the base. But that's always given us a lot better access to uh, any type of surgery that's required on the lower body, you know, whether it be like a bariatric with the split legs. Regardless, we always had that better access. So they're clearly picking at the points that we beat them on. And unfortunately for them, but fortunately for us, the changes they've made still do not make up for the differences. We still have a much lower height table in the 3603, and we still have far superior access on the leg side of the table. So while I think they've recognized that we're very good in those areas and they wanted to you know, mitigate that as much as possible, they definitely haven't surpassed us in any way. Um, and more importantly, they, they still haven't even, let's call it, tied us in, in that area. They still have a ways to go. I was taking a look at the average selling prices of some stairs tables in an effort to maybe give you sales reps a comparison to what they're going for compared to our tables. The 3085 is selling for an average of $28,753, and the 4085 is selling for $37,042. Thanks, Bryce. Uh, using that same data, I looked at the 5085 pricing. Overall average pricing for 5085s is $44,183. There's obviously three, three, three different versions that we've looked at. The 5085 Harmony, we don't have too many data points on, uh, but so far that's been around $44,775. So pretty close to what the regular 5085 was selling for. And I think we can assume uh, pricing is pretty much the same between those two tables. Another reason why probably one of them is going to disappear, and that would obviously be the older 5085. The SRT, on the other hand, is a bit more expensive. We don't have a ton of data points on that one either because there hasn't been a ton of sales. But that's somewhere between $49,000 and $55,000 uh, selling price in 2018. In order to make all this information a little bit more usable for you guys on the road, we're putting together some one-page documents that help kind of splay out all of this data so that you can use it as a quick guide when you're out in the field. Yeah, so make sure you go to the competitive website. Uh, Bryce is going to be updating that with these new tables. Uh, you can get that information there as you always have been able to in the past. 2019 obviously has just begun, but it's not too early to start looking at table numbers. Uh, with that in mind, I took a look at the quote system just to see what we had uh, ready for 2019. And we have a lot of individuals who've done a lot of work already so far. Uh, I'll have Bryce give a special shout out to Virginia Orcus and Mike Danielson for coming in with a strong pipeline to start off 2019. 
Yeah, both have, you know, above $2.5 million in table quotes already for 2019. So way to go, guys. Uh, that's awesome. I really appreciate it. So keep an eye on your email. I think I'm going to release a memo uh, that has some of this information on what's being quoted and who's kind of leading the pack. I'd like to give everybody kind of a pat on the back who started strong already for 2019. Check your email. It should be coming out within the next couple of weeks. Coming, coming soon. soon. We've been uh, working with marketing lately to try to create a piece for the OrthoTrack system, which will be something to present in front of your customer that kind of walks them through the setup and patient transfer of using the OrthoTracks. So stay tuned for that. That piece will be available to you guys very soon. So we're starting out the January podcast really strong, and we're bringing on special guest Alec from Quality. Alec has been with us now for a couple of years. And he's going to talk about the importance of filling out the complaint forms. Let's see if we can get a hold of him. Hi, this is Alex speaking. Hey, Alec, you're on the Bill and Bryce show. Welcome. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. So Bryce and I were just wondering if you could elaborate a bit on the complaint form and uh, why we have it and why it's so important. So the complaint form covers uh, a few things um, that we're looking for with regards to Skytron quality. Um, one of the things is occurrence rate. We like to track complaints and see what you know most common issue we're having with a certain product or process. This helps us better address the issue that is being caused by it, or better yet, it helps us investigate deeper into what's the root cause of that issue. Are these complaint submissions used to help us identify problems that are uh, happening within our product lines? Yeah, Bryce. Basically, uh, if a device fails to meet a customer or user expectations for quality or performance, we'd like to track those and see if we need to address those with a corrective action. For example, if we see something occurring over and over again, it prompts us to create a corrective action to try to address it. So, Alec, what exactly are you looking for and what do you take out of the complaint forms? So, basically, we're looking for three things. One being the serial number to better track the issue with regards to that individual product. Also, we look for the occurrence rates, how many complaints we're getting of similar uh, problems. And then third, we look at the severity. We want to make sure that it's not posing a safety risk to patients or staff. So Alec, how does a distributor know when they're supposed to fill out a complaint form and when they're not? So I have another quick three bullet point list on whether certain situation should be entered as a complaint. Number one, if the part or component breaks down well before its life expectancy. Number two, if a possible failure happened during a surgical case or presented any safety risk to patient or staff. Number three, if a device fails to meet a customer or user expectation for quality or performance specifications. And I suppose the, the overall message is, if in doubt, just fill it out. Yeah, Bill, good way of putting it. But make sure if you're filling out a complaint to be very thorough, make sure you have the serial number and possibly the order number. And also make sure to attach any pictures that outline the issue. That's very helpful to us to be able to visualize what exactly the issue is and what's the problem that you're seeing. Yep, that's a great point. I don't think we would ever complain about having too much information I think generally speaking, when we do get complaints, there's almost always a follow-up phone call of some sort. You know, we can just save a lot of time if you can include all that information right at the beginning. Yeah, also has any questions and concerns or just needs help filling out the form, they can contact me directly. 
I'm at 616-656-2854. Probably the way to contact us is quality at skytron.us. Yep, and I can vouch that the easiest way to deal with Alec is not personally, but through email. Burn! Well, Alec, thanks for joining us. We appreciate you helping us explain to our listeners the benefits and the uses of our uh, complaint system. Yeah, thanks a lot, Alec. Yeah, thanks again. Um, and Bill, uh, sick burn, I guess. You know, it's funny, I actually might listen to this one. Well, that's all the time we had saved for Alec, and really, that's all the time we have left for the show. Thank you guys for joining us, and we'll see you on next month's episode. Have a good day, everybody. Mm-hmm.